Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen guys, we, we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but <laughs> not safe for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreoncom motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tears started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie. And we're back. We oh, that was really excited for like the scene we're about to talk about. <laughs> um, <laughs> although you might be excited about the scene, Doug, because you hate these guys so much. Yeah. Um. <laughs> The boys are stranded in the desert. They're hungry. They're cold. They're disparaged. Um, and they start, you know, on their doing their deathbed confessions. Uh, Doyle confesses to Bud that he's the one who stepped on his turtle and he let his cat get put to sleep for eating it. <laughs> um, you know, they say it in a lot longer, drawn out, wet fashion, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, Bud confesses that he didn't want to be a flamenco dancer, so he hit his outfit in Doyle's Aunt Flo. Her, her bedroom, which I like the name Aunt Flo. Cause. God damn it, why? Because to me, that was like the laziest fucking hate. Period. <laughs> Joke. Um, so she ended up getting divorced, son, and is, in a fucking, and is fucking crazy now because of it. Um, then Doyle starts talking about, you remember that time that that, uh, that chipmunk got into Bud's garage, ate the fertilizer, then fell into kerosene, and turned him into a flying, flaming Molotov cocktail, causing the Great Fire of 79, which burned out half the neighborhood. <laughs> and and Bud thinks, like, did you do that? And he goes, no, but that was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> oh, my God. It's <laughs> more Beavis and Butthead dialogue. Yeah, yeah pretty much, exactly. yeah. But unfunny Beavis and Butthead dialogue. <laughs> well, it's funny later, because it, it's a callback. Yeah. Um, so Faulkner is doing some Tai Chi... And uh, Mimi and Pep- Petra approach him. They're concerned for Bud and Doyle. They think they've been down there long enough. Faulkner isn't so sure, though. Um, he says they're a symbol of everything that is wrong with the world. And since they don't care, they don't matter. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I like that he was just straight up willing to murder these kids. Yeah, oh, yeah pretty he's much. Ready to go? Yeah, that was yeah. It. He's like, I'm, I'm done. You know, he's like, I'm gonna let all the ghosts out <laughs> of their bodies. Right. <laughs> um, the bud spots a tasty dactyl, which is a uh, iguana. Okay, um, another another funny line. I admit. Every once in a while, it does. Yep. It. Um, they're about to eat it raw and alive, and uh, Doyle happens to notice a key that opens a pane in the back wall, and they can actually get out. Um, they go to their car, and they get pissed when they see a, an absurd amount of parking tickets on it. Yeah. As well as a boot. And a boot, um, yeah. And they decide they need to order some food and some bladder busters. And I have another clip here because this is a this is an exposition clip. First of all, I, I cut it a little earlier just because I wanted to give Taylor Negron a little bit more uh, breathing space because, you know, amazing actor. Yep. Um, but then I also let it get to the part where it's setting up the next series of events. So let's let it roll. Here are the pizzas. The bladder busters are free because I couldn't find the goddamn place. What the... Uh, how'd you get a job? Fucking President Clinton. You had sex with President Clinton? That's pretty cool. <laughs> so, how's my juicy treat? She and that other bimbo? They picked up two guys at Arizona Tech. <laughs> They're having a party to save the environment. You owe me $57.50, plus a tip. What does in the flesh mean? I don't know, but I think it has something to do with castles. <laughs> you gotta take us to this party! Right now! Come on! I got time to deliver! Get off my goddamn car! Can you believe this? Right now, the whole ATU campus is probably being overrun by some touchy-feely save the environment mania, and guess who's right in the middle of it? Our chicks! They're probably swapping Mark Spitz with those grape smugglers right now. No preppy blowhard's gonna steal my chick without a fight. First frisky, now this. All I know is someone's going down! Hey, 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 put the gun away, Stub. <laughs> Stub, put the gun away. Evil is not a good thing right now, just relax, exhale. <clears throat> All we gotta do, bro, is out-party the partiers. Bring the mountain to Muhammad. Throw a bigger batter bash than any college would ever allow. Show the girls uh, that we... Uh, care about the environment too do we no <laughs> where are we gonna throw this party cornucopia roach here Look, it's me, bud. Thanks for blowing me off on my birthday, nature boy. I guess now you're Mr. Scientist. You just don't have time for your bourgeois friends anymore. Don't bourgeois schwizzwar me, okay? We've been stuck in a bubble. Look, you gotta do me a favor. Remember last year when we had a big, like, freak out festival and stuff, and I made you my little buddy, and you went and passed out? Give me, give me the drink. Give me the drink. Wait, wait. And I made you pass out flyers. I need you to do the same thing, but this time, woo! Okay. First you need the planet, earth beneath your feet. 
You couldn't live an instant without that. Then you need the air. Hey, everybody, turn! Can someone please explain how drinking beer and playing hacky sack can help improve the environment? It's all about raising consciousness. Ow! Man, you just can't stand up and preach about it. Let me, uh, open up your chakras, Monique. Uh, no thanks, Siddhartha. The fifth need is to save some trees. We just want to save some trees. Don't say we didn't save some freaking trees! Party at Biodome? All right, let's go! Bud and Doyle are having a party at the Biodome? That's crazy. What are they thinking? How? Wait a minute. What about our party? Lonely Park. Come on, let's go. Going to Biodome. Thanks for the back rub. I would have cut that off after them setting up with Roach, but I wanted to give Tenacious decent play. Yeah, right? And that was before they were big. Yeah. This is also before Monica Lewinsky when he says fucking President Clinton. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of nailed that one on the on the fucking head. Uh, but, uh, so, uh, Russell delivers some pizzas to the boys, which he delivers two pizzas, but later there's like ten pizza boxes on top of the fucking phone. <laughs> Another one yeah, of those continuity errors. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, they want to get go with him, and they're in the car, but for some reason they jump out of the car when he starts to drive instead of just staying in it. I don't know, but, but yeah. it's continuity. Suspend my disbelief for a second there. Uh, they end up calling Roach, who works at like a FedEx Kinko's, it looks like. Um, tell him to make a shit ton of flyers for a party at the Biodome. Um, like, woo, big, apparently. Uh, <laughs> uh, we get a treated to back at Thunderbird College. Uh, or those probably Arizona Tech at this yeah, point. Yeah, that was Arizona Tech, yeah. Um, the girls are at this massage circle um, while Tenacious D plays in the background. Jack Black, you can young as fuck, as well as Kyle Gass. Um, like, yeah, this is 90s, so like they weren't really big at that point in time yet. No, they weren't. This was, uh, yeah, this was early for both of them. Yeah, so uh, we get them playing a song about how they really want to save some fucking trees. And uh, like I said, I wanted to leave that in there because that's just another one of these. This movie is full of fucking, like, crazy fucking cameos <laughs> that, like, have no reason to be in this movie. Um, and they find out there's a party at Biodome, and Monique and Jenner are like, we're leaving. Thanks for the massage, though. We appreciate it, but we're getting the fuck out of here. Um, so Monique and Jen on their way to Biodome. Um, they're going to check out Bud and Doyle's party. They're trying to figure out what this party is going to be like. You know, maybe there'll be a lecture or some big TV set up to show what's going on inside. Um, the Biodome 5 uh, noticed that there's moths in there, but they're not supposed to be there. And I, I trust Romulus when he says that we don't have these here because Romulus knows. <laughs> Romulus does know. Uh, Faulkner says something is happening. Um, we see an external shot of the biodome with lights and party mode activated. Which I don't know how they set all of this shit up in there without the biodome five noticing because they're not setting it up in the desert. It's set up around the fucking lagoon. Right. So like somehow. Even though they were stuck in the bottom, they figured out a way to get back. To, maybe they brought a ladder with them or something. I don't know. Um, but there's this massive fucking party going on there. Uh, there's a bounce house. And um, just like our, our Patreon Robert James Smith likes, there's a spit roast. Um, there's also uh, tiki's and a band playing. Um, 
forgot the There's fucking a, Hawaiian Tropic girls showing oh, up. Oh, they do have the Hawaiian. Yeah, they had the fucking full Hawaiian Tropic bikini model girls out there. Um, a drunk guy walks up to the Biodome Five and asks if they're a band, and they say, "We're the Biodome Five. Like all of them say it at once too, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, and then the drunk guy asks which one of them's Tito, and then immediately throws up into the lagoon. Um, you can tell he thinks he's so fucking like funny too. He's like, "Which one is Tito?" <laughs> just laughs at his own joke. Um, the at this point they're all pulled into the party. Falker ends up on the ground, but then when he gets up, he's handcuffed to a palm tree. Uh, Monique and Jen pull up outside, and they realize that they're the, the people are actually going inside the biodome. Um, Roach is the doorman, and they ask him where Bud and Doyle are. Uh, he tells them like he'll get them in for half price, but they just like fuck you and walk in. Um, <laughs> They notice the main part of the party, and they're just like disgusted. Their face, like, is like, "What the fuck?" Um, and then they see the two douchebag guys who invited them to the last party, and they're sword fighting with some fucking uh, some flowers. Um, <laughs> they ask them what they're doing, and they say they're partying. Uh, the girls like, "No, you're trashing the place." And then the douche bros mock them back, "Eh, you're trashing the place." Um, then the girls said, I thought you cared about the environment. And they just straight up said, nope, we're trying to get laid. This Some movie's honesty. full of a yeah, bunch of fucking dickheads. <laughs> um, and then the one guy as they're walking away says he'd strangle a dolphin to get into her pants. Oh, my God. Um, Bud and Doyle now are being carried out. And they're like in a fucking like, um, oh, what's that shit called? Like when like the king gets carried out. Uh, chari- not a chariot. Is it a chariot? Or rickshaw no, uh, yeah I forget what it's called but whatever they're on the fucking celebratory yeah. thing for a fucking like uh, you know king or a god or something being carried out like they're fucking uh, the guy from 300 uh, Percy yeah, Percy exactly. Ice uh huh um, and they're dressed up in their fucking like all their finest tiki god finery um, they notice Monique and Jen and they say come join us in paradise they want to be their their queens basically uh, Monique and Jen are just like, come on, you got to stop this shit. Like, stop it right now. Um, Monique asks Bud if he cares about anything and tells him that he's killing the biodome. Bud just kind of looks around, like, to see what's going on. Um, I don't know if he knows it or not, but Faulkner is staring his ass down hard. Yeah, oh, right. yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next, it's the next morning. The party's over. Um, there is shit everywhere. There's people passed out. And if not, they're passed out. They're doing walks of shame. <laughs> Um, Monique and Jen are picking up trash and Bud and Doyle tell them oh you don't have to do that it's our problem we're gonna we're gonna do it but and they try to help them but like no the fucking girls are, are they're not playing the damage is done get get the fuck away from us we're pissed off at you we're embarrassed we even know you yeah um, man harsh what's yeah. the matter baby the fucking you know <laughs> it's the leaning um, tower of cheese <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so um the boys try to apologize it's not happening though and then bud like says can we call you later monique's like i'm not joking i never want to see you again um and jen's like i don't even know you and he goes my name is doyle johnson you see me naked (laughs) (laughs) he's just so fucking stupid like like they're just not smart (laughs) like um we next see Leaky with a group of suits following him, and he approaches the biodomers. 
But uh, there's only four of them there. Faulkner is gone. Um, his handcuffs look like they've been chewed through by a rat. And uh, Leakey says, yep, Faulkner was the first rat to leave the sinking ship. Um, <laughs> he's like, I should have left you in charge, Romulus. Uh, Hell yeah, and- Team Romulus, man. As he's doing that, though, he's looking at Ramos, who's covered in blue paint um, and has the word party written backwards on his forehead and says, maybe not. <laughs> um, one of the, stu- the suits starts reading off the fucking state of the biodome. Um, and then, you know, Leaky's like, it took us years to build this place, but only one month for you geniuses to destroy it. God couldn't work at this place. I haven't seen this kind of devastation since the Great Chipmunk Fire of 1979. <laughs> Which Bud and Doyle are sitting in a bush and they like over overviewing this and they fucking uh start to giggle. Um, Leaky says, you know, fuck it, it's time to go home. Get the fuck out of here, you guys. We're we're done. We're not, you know, we're not doing the shit anymore. Um, but you know, they they don't really see it that way. They they kind of have some other ideas. And uh, I got a, a quick clip to you know hit our inspirational moment, the turnaround of this movie. We made Vasquez Lake. We gotta fix it. We gotta. Where are you guys headed? Out. But well, wait, you can't leave. We're gonna need your guys' help. For what? To clean this place up. There's no point in staying, bud. The ecosystem is dead. It's not dead, it's just thrashed. The point was to live in a sealed environment and maintain perfect homeostasis without contact from the outside world. The entire experiment has been compromised. Wait! Screw the experiment! No one leaves. Now listen, we're taking over this dome, and you guys are going to help us fix it. Do you have any idea how impossible it would be to make this place habitable again? Impossible is my nom de plomb. Now... You guys have spent your whole lives trying to make the world a better place, right? Well, here's your chance. Only it's not perfect. It's like it is out there. Come on, guys. We gotta save the biodome. I've never quit anything in my whole life, except Chinese calligraphy, my thesis tuna in you the early years, kangaroo anatomy, toe photography, booger sculpture, and masturbation. Maybe not masturbation, but give me a break. It's the only thing I'm good at. You are very good at it, Stub. Very good. <laughs> so come on, who's the quitter? <laughs> In five seconds, I'm gonna swallow this key. So if you wanna leave, you better do it now. Count it, squirrel. One. Two. I'll do it. Three. Four. Wait, 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 wait. I don't want to get locked in. Just wait one second, please. Let me get out of here. Don't open the door. Thank you, Bob. Nice to see you again, girl. Last chance. Oh my god, oh my god, you did it! <laughs>
We're all gonna die! We're all gonna die! Um, so, this is the most, like, uh, intelligent I've ever kind of seen them. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. They're starting to pull, like, they're like, nah, like, okay, we're gonna turn fucking dick mode off and be, like, normal fucking people for a second. Um, but, uh, you know, they want to fucking fix this place. You know, they've made their bed, but they're not gonna fucking run away from it this time. You know, they say lead, follow, or get out of the way. And, uh, they're not just gonna get out of the way this time. I like how convenient their intelligence is at this point in the plot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, by so the way, we've, we've known how to do this the whole time. We just, yeah, we're just being dickheads for fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we get uh, Monique, Jen, and Russell watching TV, a show about the grouse mating for life. Um, and Russell changes the channel because he wants to see if the sniper actually killed the clown at the mall. Can we talk about this new segment? Because this might be my favorite part of the movie. Down and to the back. <laughs> or back and to the left. This was back super, super random and, and fucked up, man. <laughs> this was not so Polly Shore's idea. This was something. Yeah, else. so, oh, so no, the TV comes not. on, and it's literally like a news segment with the fucking news like reporter, and they're showing a video of a fucking clown getting shot down. Mm-hmm. With a fucking lady and her child standing right there in front of it. Yeah. You can you can see the bullet enter and exit. Yeah. Yep. So in this movie, we have the literal death of funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There you go. Uh, but, um, and the clown's name, of course, is, is uh, he, the news reporter says they can see the bullets enter and exit. Buttercup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back I, 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 and I, to the left. I found it so weird that there was like this sharp fucking social commentary in the middle of this movie. Right. Yeah. Right. Because it felt like, oh man, what a statement we're making about the fucking the state of the media and and you know <laughs> nightly news and like, what? Yeah. Where did that come from out of left field? Like, crazy. But I like. But just it. as as quickly as you got that, back to the bio. <laughs> we're doing a dance again hey you did you miss us because that we're doing this thing the news reporter says apparently there's a standoff between scientists still inside and investors joaquin west is at the scene Uh, what what a name joaquin west it's a great name name. i know it's great but it's like where did that come from i need to know um leaky comes up for an interview um, but the entire time there's girls in the background shouting out, um, one's like, I love you, bud. One's like, I went to, uh, um, Stockholm, something rather, uh, school of science, but she was talking to yeah. Faulkner. Right. I, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. The girls in the background are flipping out about all the dudes inside. Cause apparently that's all girls do is flip out about dudes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Leaky's concerned that there's low levels of oxygen inside. Um, and he's just trying to, like, you know, make sure that they're okay. He seems concerned for real. Like, you know. Um, the computer comes on and says, homeostasis is at 1%. Animal life will terminate in 14 days. Um, so, you know, we got we have a timestamp now of, like, when this needs to be fixed by. Right. Um, the new Biodome 6. See, now they're different because, you know, there's six of them, even though they lost one of them. Um, they need to revive plant life, which the computer tells them to do, because 
you know, being scientists, they didn't know that already. Of course. <laughs> um, so, in a really fucking stunning display of intelligence, Bud and Doyle make a giant reflector from, like, uh, from cans. Mm-hmm. And even, like, come up with an intelligent plan to create condensation through the beer can effect. Um, yeah. Everyone, like, looks at them like, they're fucking impressed. They're like, what? <laughs> Olivia's like, that should work. Well, we need to make a filter. And next we get the scene that I can smell. And that oh. is Doyle sitting in front of a giant pile of cigarette butts. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to make a filter out of them. Which I have to applaud. That is a good idea if you didn't have like a way easier solution. Like if if you're just replacing a filter in like a duct or something that could possibly work now the entire place will smell like shit the rest of the time you're there because <laughs> i don't know if you ever smelled cigarette butts before but they are not pleasant smelling right no um, they're not and i bet his hands smell terrible oh my god <sighs> <laughs> that's the scene that got you not yeah. the fucking toenail scene no no the cigarettes one <laughs> or the i so, can tell what you ate by smelling your fart scene it was the fucking uh, uh, the cigarette the scene yeah, All right. Eric, you got to remember, Joe said this was his youth, so there might have been some toenail eating. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't smoke, so. You know. <laughs> he didn't smoke, but he ate his toenails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Bud says they could just use wet sheets. And uh, Doyle says, what about all the butts? And Bud says, at least you collected them. <laughs> uh, Leaky is at the interaction door and asks if Bud and Doyle knows how many laws they were broken. And then excitedly they ask, how many? Um, then Leaky asks where the key to the back door is. Uh, they say Doyle has it. And Leaky's like, okay, well, give it to me. Um, so Bud tells Doyle to give it to him. And uh, Doyle drops his pants down and presses ham against the window slash door. And tells Leaky to reach up in there and get it. But make sure to take off his watch first. Yeah, this this was the worst thing to happen to a window pane in this movie I was referring to earlier. Yeah. As a, a Baldwin yeah. ass. Yeah. 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 Uh, it doesn't have the same, uh, you know, as it did in uh, Fanboys, the same, you know, feeling of awesomeness. No, definitely not. Um, Russell now is bragging to Joaquin about being the last person out. Um, he said that if he if they died, that Bud told him to t- carry the torch and save the planet. <laughs> did not happen like that at all. But, you know, fucking Taylor Negron can say whatever he wants. And exactly. Exactly. Um, Monique and Jen push by him. Um, Leaky tells them that Bud and Doyle won't speak to anybody but them. Um, they ask when they ask Bud and Doyle when they're going to come out, and Bud and Doyle say they're coming out on Earth Day. Uh, they want to make it up to them by doing the right thing. Um, and the girls are like, "Oh, that's so sweet!" Like these girls are like pushovers. Like it doesn't take much for them to forgive somebody or to like go away with somebody in this movie, um, which is kind of weird. Um, <laughs> I like Leaky goes. Thank you. That helped so much. <laughs> um, the SWAT commander tells Leaky that he has a method for getting them to come out. And this is why I love this song to this day. Yes. They, they start blasting Minute Works Safety Dance. <laughs> we can dance if we want to. We can. Everyone knows this fucking song. And it's of such course. a great song. And we you get, were getting up there, Joe. I thought you were going to do the safety dance. I was going to for a second. <laughs> um, we get we get another montage. Oh, just, but 
the the guy thinks it's gonna t- the torture it's gonna torture them to come out, but no, it has the exact opposite effect. Yes. Um, they're now dancing through the forest, replanting the gardens. They actually see the butterflies porking in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> they put up a new filter. They ride through the desert on a cow with no name, although the cow does have a a, a neck brace. You didn't laugh at my... I, I, I was so proud of myself for me. They ride through the desert on a cow with no name. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. It's I was getting like, late. I'm I was so proud late. of that. Like, when I wrote that down, I'm like, oh, Doug's going to like that one. No, that's fantastic. It's getting late. You know how I uh, missed the segues. You know how I missed yeah. the clues. I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, they're enjoying a dinner together. Romulus is sharing his toothbrush and dipping in scope. <laughs> and he's, he's super very, fucking happy yeah, about it. Yeah, he's stoked to be sharing that toothbrush now. Jesus. Yep, Total we see the percentage rising. Um, and then they're dancing through the desert with a dwarf that came out of nowhere. Like, where the fuck did this dwarf come from? <laughs> this I did well, not the video. They had it. They're recreating the actual safety dance video. I know, but like, uh, yeah. okay. like no one's in there with them in this fucking, like, the right, dwarf's just skipping just along. Up. Yeah, well, because yeah. the dwarf kind of showed up in the video for no reason, too. But, I know, um, it's just really fucking yeah. funny. No, it is. It's almost too smart for the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, know, that scene where the little person shows up and starts dancing, too smart for the movie. The problem is there's a bunch of Easter eggs in this movie, but anybody who normally looks for Easter eggs won't want to watch this movie to figure figure them out. No, exactly. Um, Except me. Right. Uh, um, Then we see Leaky uh, getting endorsement offers for the boys. A sperm bank wants them to fill up their stock. Which is ridiculous. (laughs) Bladder Buster wants to endorse their new colonic cannon drink. And the Pope sends his love in a letter that reads, Dear Bud and Doyle, I wish to extend my deepest adoration for the tremendous effort you boys are putting into setting an example for your generation. It takes courage and dedication to be the first to take a stand and change the world. Viva Los Balodome, Pope John Paul II. (laughs) Um, back to the Biodome 6. Now they're doing yoga. Uh, then we see the boys come in dressed up for Halloween. Then we see Bud uh, in the garden tending to his purple sticky punch plant. <laughs> um, and he's talking to it. And he's, for some reason, got like a rake like in the air. I don't understand. But whatever. Uh, we, Chris, we, quickly crut, we quickly cut to a Christmas celebration. And then we get 69%, which, of course, they have to stop and celebrate that yes. one. Yes. Yeah. With, with a humping style dance. Um, then we get a Happy New Year celebration, and we start seeing the Biodome, and it looks clean, like really clean. And then we have the Biodome 6 doing a celebratory trial, tribal dance by the lagoon. And that's the end of that montage. Um, at which point, now I have another quick clip to play for you guys here. Because it just seems appropriate for the callback. <laughs> Crunchy soy patty <laughs> with lactose free cheese? I need a fuse. I need a fuse. I need a fuse. Ionized with red dye number two? <laughs> What senseless vandalism. Do you think it's really Faulkner? 
Whoever was in this closet knew what they were looking for. Well, I want to talk to him and tell him we're sorry, and then we're going to try and make up for it. Yeah, we should get him back here involved, you know? We could use another genius. I don't think that's a very good idea. If he wanted to talk, he would come to us. What do you think he's been doing all this time? Ramona, I will... So we get a recall to the boys playing the fart game, except for now they're smelling like the biodome healthy foods. Um, Red dye number two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they see a supply closet that's been raided, um, and it says, I, it says, I still dream on the floor. Um, and they think that, you know, it had to have been Faulkner because the only other person could have taken it is the midget, and why would he take it? Um, then we cut down to a sub-basement where Faulkner is sitting there with the morning, the original parrot that says good morning um, to wake up everybody, and the parrot saying I am God, and Faulkner is injecting something into an egg that he throws at the wall, and it explodes, and he says, no, I am God. <laughs> and then the parrot says, no, I'm God again. Um, we cut back outside to a candlelight processional, um, and the news reporter saying that, you know, their their people have gathered for, to celebrate the last few days of Biodome, uh, Monica and or not Monica Monique <laughs> Monique and Jen approach the douche bros are out there trying to get some other chicks um, the girls insult them as they walk by um, there's some kind of terrible joke in there but I can't remember what it is now I don't really want to think about it but um, <laughs> back to Faulkner saying uh, back to cro- crazy Faulkner and he's saying no I am God and he's eating the parrot and has a headdress made out of the rest <laughs> of the parrot that was awful <laughs> it's pretty good though that's how fucking crazy is he's arguing with the parrot um, we see the uh, homeostasis counter it's now up to 98% and they only have 10 hours left to get it up to 100% um, and then we see uh, Faulkner kind of swimming up from under the lagoon with a uh, raft full of coconuts um, looking crazy mm-hmm. as fuck um, yes. Then I have another another quick clip here for you guys. We're almost done with this. Like, literally Yay. almost done. Yay. Ladies. Hey, guys. We just, um, we wanted to say thanks for everything. Yeah, you know, we thought you were brain damaged or something. But we were wrong. Very special. You mean, like... Special, like riding on the little yellow bus to school special? Very special. And um, Doyle, I've been thinking about that yogurt thing. Fruit at the bottom, waiting to be stirred. I have a girlfriend. Doyle. 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 
I have girlfriends on the outside the dome and stuff, but you are just fine. Good night, Squirrely. Good night, Doyle. Wait. Uh, 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 wait. Uh. That might have been the smartest or the dumbest thing we've ever done in our lives. Probably both. So, uh... I, I can't boys, express to you how much I hate this. The boys did the right thing, though. They didn't sleep with the girls. Yeah, but this is that kind of shit. Like, you take the two most intelligent women in this movie. Oh, yeah. And, no, no. And... Yeah. Guess it definitely what? would not have happened. But I mean, <laughs> you know they did we spend the last uh, eleven months together, like making like you know who knows if like the boys like showed signs of intelligence throughout that montage over the last eleven months. Maybe they yeah, changed. But this is a I mean, thing that movies do, where like they make the men heroes for not fucking yeah. other women. It's like yep, okay, exactly. I mean, that's they did make out it. with them and grab their ass for a little bit first. That's, that's you know? true. That's true. But but you know at least they did the right thing at the end of the movie. I mean, as shitty as it is, and <laughs> <laughs> as yes. out of character as it is. Um, but yeah, so the 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 girls Mimi and Petra come in and then you know they they tell them they're ready to you know basically get get it on in some weird like net betting. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, which I'm surprised that net hold the weight of all four of them honestly. Yeah. Uh, but the the boys do pull away because they remember they have girlfriends. All except for Doyle didn't remember until Bud pulled him off, and then they bang their crotches into the door. <laughs> um, but uh, as they stop and they're sitting there, they start hearing a humming sound, and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" And they follow it, and they find a panel that like opens on the wall and leads down a tunnel, like some James Bond shit. Uh, they follow it and they find Faulkner. Now Faulkner's not looking very good. He's kind of grizzly but yeah he has a lovely sack of coconuts he's altered them can you hold them for me they immediately go back to super dumb not recognizing oh, yeah. anything you yep. know? so they say sure and then they start to like tell them all about how they saved the biodome um, the coconuts are quite obviously explosives they have little fucking switches on them and everything I mean anybody can figure this out but not Doyle. He starts to juggle them. Um, Bud asks if they're going to use them for pina coladas. And then Faulkner says he's rigging some pyrotechnics for the door opening ceremony. He feels it's essential for the culmination of this entire process. Um, he's basically done with this shit, too. That's a uh, pretty good line. Yeah. He's about to Ghostbusters this fucking biodome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Turn the off the power grid. He's like, I know what to do. I've done this before. This isn't my first rodeo. Yeah, yeah. Shut it down. Um, he he flips out when he sees uh, Doyle juggling them and just stops him immediately. Um, and then Bud's like, I don't think he liked how you were playing with this coconuts. <laughs> um, now we get outside with Leaky, who has the SWAT team, and he's telling them, just let them come out peacefully. Don't cause any scenes. Um, Faulkner is... Uh, telling the boys he sees everything clearly now, but make sure they keep their eyes on the clock because when it hits zero, they're going to really like what they see. Which, if they weren't inside of the biodome, like, and they were sitting on the outside and it blew up, they probably would. It'd be like typical yeah. Beavis and Butthead fashion. <laughs> Did you see it? <laughs> 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 That's fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> you know, it's on fire. Yeah, right. <laughs> Explosion! <laughs> um, that's my terrible Beavis impression, by the way. <laughs> um, but uh, they uh, they go on and like they're they're recanting. You know, Faulkner, you know, isn't that that bad guy? He's just misunderstood. He, you know, but we bring out the best in people. Um, and then Bud tells Doyle to go long and throws a coconut. Uh, Doyle trips, and the coconut flies past him, and it blows up like in a massive explosion as it hits the ground. Um, they realize this is no ordinary coconut. <laughs> and with with as many um, as they put out, the biodome is definitely doomed. Um, we flash up to the front door of the biodome, and the six of them are banging on the window trying to get out. Uh, there's a SWAT team that's got a batter ramp coming up to try to, like, knock the door in and fucking leaky's like that's a two thousand dollar door i'm like yeah but your hundred million dollar biodome is about to fucking explode so i think your two thousand dollar door is okay um but it's not going to happen so they realize that they have to stop faulkner um at the same time they're doing this faulkner's in the control room activating the re- remote link so he can blow it up i'm assuming from a distance so he can get kind of get away and blow it up um but and doyle burst in and they uh they they play paper rock scissors for the device and of course for the first time in his entire life doyle chooses paper instead of rock and yeah, loses to scissors exactly he's picked rock every other time but this time he picks paper um faulkner's like don't worry it wouldn't have mattered if you won anyways i still was going to do it <laughs> um they start to rush him but he holds the trigger out to back them off um and then f- f- they say just give it to us and faulkner says you didn't say the magic word. Eric. <laughs> and I pulled something just for you, Eric. You ready? I was waiting for it. Because you did not use the magic word. What is the magic word, Mr. Venkman? Please. May I please see the storage facility, Mr. Venkman? <laughs> No, uh, that had to like hit you the right way when you when you realize they stole a Ghostbuster Easter egg in here. Yeah, that was that was pretty nice. I yeah. appreciate that's got to be worth like at least that. a full point. <laughs> <laughs> at least a full point. I'll, I'll a consider full point. it. Are you kidding me? Half a point. Let's. I mean, I mean, he did the whole magic word fucking quote like from fucking Ghostbusters. Come on. <laughs> it, it gave me the warm fuzzies, so I'll, I Good. will. It will affect my score. Yes. In a positive um, way. So Faulkner activates the destruct sequence and he runs off and they give chase behind him. Um, There's about five minutes until the maelstrom hits. Uh, Bud chases him up top, but Doyle drops down into the tunnels where he finds a scooter. Um, This is how I, I, when I like assume like a chase, like this is how I would assume a chase would be in real life because they're all out of fucking breath the whole time and like running really fucking slow and, like, the guy who's, like, supposed to be, like, coming up from the side, he keeps coming up in the wrong place. He doesn't just, like, automatically appear out in the right spot out of nowhere. Like, this is kind of how I feel like a real chase would go in, in like, the real world. Um, eventually, uh, uh, Bud drives him so fucking crazy with his talking that Faulkner loses track and runs into a fucking cow and drops a detonator. <laughs> um, at which point... Uh, Doyle goes, or I'm not sorry, Bud goes for it, but Faulkner tackles him, and now they're fighting over it. Um, and Doyle, in the meantime, had grabbed a tarp and a rope, 
And somehow in the five minutes they had, had time to set this entire fucking trap up. Yeah. So he must be like Superman. Instantly up. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, and uh, Doyle pulls a rope that sets off a fucking net that throws them up into the air onto the flypaper. Um, and then they fall down off it and continue to fight over the detonator. Um, and then Doyle starts like fucking slapping himself in the face, spinning around and shit. Um, and then he yells for Bud to assume the position. Um, at which point he throws a rock and Bud ducks and it knocks out Faulkner. They get the detonator of five seconds left. And we go to this clip, which will take us out of this movie. Warning. <laughs> Detonation in five, four, three, two, one. Destruct sequence deactivated. Homeostasis restored to 100%. Happy Earth Day. What's happening? <laughs> we did it! <laughs> we did it! <laughs> oh my now that was the stupidest thing you've ever done. You're right, Squirrel, but sometimes stupid can be pretty cool. Come <laughs> on! Hey, we did it! We stopped Faulkner! We saved the dog! We saved the dog! I love you! Yeah, it's easy with the tongue action. <laughs> Interested in a permanent job of Idol Big Bucks? You guys are my heroes. Bye, Doyle. Bye, Mimi. Bye, bud. We'll miss you. Well, Peachy Dish, what can I say? How about goodbye? You can save the world from your couch. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Doyle. I'm proud of me, too. You should be. Love you. <laughs> well, we definitely learned a few things, that's for sure. For one, we definitely have to listen to... Your girlfriends? Yes, but most importantly, <laughs> Mother Nature. Uh, uh-oh. What's wrong, sweetie? I think Mother Nature's calling me again right now, Squirrel. Can you cork it? Negatory! There's no place to go out here. Hey, what about that factory? I don't think so, bud. Trust me, okay? We're celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> Not here. 
Okay, so we get exposition to leave this movie. <laughs> Yay. And listen real quick on that clip. They made poor William Atherton run about a quarter mile to get that scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy was a speck in the distance by the time they finished that scene. That poor guy. And he just ran full speed the whole way. So he wanted to get it over with. For that, you know? Yeah. He, he actually never turned around and came back. <laughs> he just kept so um, we get the countdown. They stop it just in time. And they're, working, they're walking their way out. We see Faulkner run through the bushes. He has one coconut left. Um, but Olivia must notice him running because Olivia comes up and tackles him as they're leaving. He throws the coconut. It blows up in the tunnel. And um, everyone outside thinks they're dead. Um, like Leaky's like, remember your training? <laughs> like, or was it the commander? I think it was the commander. Yeah. 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 Remember That's- your training because they think there was like a recovery situation now, not a rescue. Right. Um, but they all come walking out heroically. Uh, the girls fucking see Bud and Doyle and say, we love you. You know, everything's fucking good again. Everyone's happy again. Um, you know, they, they're trying to say goodbye to the other girls. And they're like, no, just get the fuck. We're going back to your couch. Um, they start driving off. Um, I tried to do some research. I don't know what the fuck ComTech Energy Solutions is or energy research is. Um, I couldn't figure I mean, it out. Yeah. I'm assuming that they cause. Power plant. You know. Yeah. They cause some nuclear disaster next or something. Right, of course. Um, that's what I assume was the, the joke was there. And then we get, you know, Faulkner running through the uh, the desert. Um, how did he get the key? Obviously, we know how he got the key because we know where the key was. Yeah, kind of um, ran he was into down that. By the, he was down in the shit pipes the whole time, so. Mm, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he was in this, the activated sludge pipes yeah, <laughs> underneath. yeah. So he that dug tracks. through the sewage and found the key. Um, it, it's like, it's kind of like the whole like uh, Robin Hood men in tights. Call the locksmith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Doug. Yeah. I know you've been waiting for this, you know, for the entire movie, for this exact moment in time. Mm-hmm. The moment that this movie's over with. Yes. But you know what that means, right? Yeah, roll that clip, because I, I, it'll give me the time to collect my I am a movie and... critic by trade, and until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, rent the classic! Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go! So, Doug, are you not entertained? Not in the least, buddy. I'm going to let you go first because you, you need to get this off your chest. All right, that's fine. So, I got a lot to say. This is going to take a couple of minutes, all right? Because first, oh, God. I, I, I wanted to go last, but I wasn't going to force the issue. And the reason I wanted to go last is... Whatever rating it took to make this the lowest rated movie we've done, I would have I would have picked, right? But I'm not going to do that, all right? Um, 
my issues with the movie are, you know, they've been fairly clearly articulated, um, but very specifically, we got some we got some things to talk about. Um, for me, it's the fir- the worst or second worst Paulie Shore movie ever made, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> okay, we're talking about Paulie Shore movies. Um, it might fall behind Jury Duty for me. Um, two of the stars in this movie, all right. Stephen Baldwin was told by his brother Alec that it would ruin his movie career, and it did. <laughs> okay. Kylie Minogue said it's the biggest regret in her professional career, and it's the only time her father actually ridiculed her for something she did in show business. All right. The director never directed a movie again. The three writers basically never wrote again. <laughs> so this is not a good movie. There's no way anywhere in, in any multiverse that this is a good movie. So, I mean, I can't... Listen, again, I'm looking at the ratings list. I put Search and Destroy at 2.1. So, I got to decide whether I want to be a prick to you and go lower than that. <laughs> Or put it slightly above, <laughs> just to be nice. You know this isn't as bad as Search and Destroy. But I, I gave Search and Destroy. Granted, I gave Search and Destroy Todd's, was painful. I get yeah, but all right. Where where we talked about Search and Destroy being a coal fueled nightmare. This is a pot fueled nightmare. It's just two <laughs> different drugs. No, that's how got high. Us to we the haven't same got to that end. yet. All right, got us to the same end. So that all that said. You did remind me of a few, more than a few times when I did actually laugh. So we're going to give this a 2.2. So it's above Search and Destroy, but it shouldn't even be at, at half of our 0 to 5. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm almost content with the 2.2, and that's where I stand. Fair enough. Wow. Right. <laughs> wow. Get off my lawn. I do have to say, I did, no. No, no, no. Oh, right, yeah, right. You, you reminded me with the off my lawn comment. This movie has made me, and I'll do it when we're done. This movie will make me add, dude, where's my car? <laughs> oh, I fucking love that movie. that movie I will watch anytime it's on. That is a stoner movie done right. Yeah. Okay. Now, they had the lesson learned that came out after this one, so they obviously learned their lesson. But... So it's not a get off my lawn situation. It, I, I, this movie's just poorly and badly and shittily made, and that's why I gave it the rating I gave it because there are better movies that that did what okay, this tried fine. to do. This is a get off my domed lawn. All right, fine, fair <laughs> enough. I will accept that criticism, but that's where I am, guys. Two point two. Because I love you, Joe. <laughs> All right. All right. Proceed, Eric. All right, so this movie doesn't get the excuse of being a stoner movie because it's not explicitly a stoner movie. Yeah, it point. just it feels like a movie that was written by people who were stoned. Thank you. Yes. But, you know, it, I, I enjoy a good stoner movie. You know, we're, we're talking the classic Cheech and Chong all the way up to Half-Baked and How High and movies like that. Uh, Harold and Kumar, you know, go to White Castle. Like, those are right. those are tolerable for me. So I fall somewhere in, in between you, Doug, and you, Joe, in that uh, this movie is nostalgic, like just the vibe 
Like, I do this thing where I wake up early and I get on YouTube and I put on, like, fucking liquid television because it feels like, oh, man. I love I, liquid television. I, yeah. yeah. I just, I, I, yeah, I, I remember watching, it, it takes me to this place of, you know, a childlike innocence. And this movie does that to a degree because I just, I remember being enthralled with this kind of stuff when I was, when I was a kid. Um but man it doesn't hold up for me and it's so fucking problematic and uh, you know we talked about like the weird rapey behavior from from our main characters the fact that these two actors are just the the weakest of weak links in in, in this movie um, let me ask you a question if this movie was the same exact plot but with not Pauly Shore and Stephen Baldwin that actually had like someone competent in, in like those roles and they took like just the rape aspect out of it, would that highly influence the difference in this movie for you? It would have improved it, but you know, not for me. Again, it's no. the writing. It's okay. The writing. Uh, it's not that there's not a plot. There's obviously a plot, but it's it feels very like uh, film school. You know what I mean? That said. I'm not going to shit all over this thing. There were moments that made me laugh out loud. Because uh, that's what I was looking for. I, was, I wanted the dumb fun. Um, I just wish there was more of it. You know what I mean? Like they, I really had to mine for those those moments in this movie. The rest of it was just kind of sitting straight face. Like, oh my god, we're still doing this. <laughs> um, anyway, all that said... I'm going to go slightly higher than, than Doug did. I'm going to give this movie a 2.5. Um, okay. It's, it's, it just doesn't do it for me, man. Uh, and I, I, you know, I, I love shit. I, I try not to hate anything. I didn't hate the movie. It just, it was, it was a little painful. So 2.5. All right. So let me sit here. I love this fucking movie. I will watch it anytime it's on because it's stupid and I love something that's stupid but I like something that's stupid that actually had something to it I don't know what it is something about this movie this I grew up with I knew people like this like we made these stupid jokes um, yes in the modern world a lot of it's inappropriate um, well I mean it was inappropriate back then but now it's being called out as inappropriate back then it was just like that's what you did like that's how you made movies um I do like the fact that there is a plot. It does, from start to finish, tell a story. You know, the story may not be good. It may not be your cup of tea, but it does 100% tell a story from start to finish. There's a, a whole arc where these people fucking are too lazy to do anything. Then they get inspired to bring this biodome back that they trashed. Now, maybe they trashed it, whatever. The, the whole point is there's a redemption arc. You have a clear protagonist and antagonist who actually switch roles throughout the movie. In the beginning, Bud and Dole are the antagonist, and Fokker's the protagonist. By the end, it's completely switched on its head. It's a fucking twist. You know, the lines, the fucking cameos, everybody in this movie is fucking great. Um, except for Paul Schwartz and Fallen, of course. I, I, I will admit, I can only take so much of them. And, like, the shit, you know, his, what he thinks is coming off as cute and charming isn't funny like it's just he's trying to be Pauly Shore and just it's not good um but the movie itself see I'm, I'm separating the movie from the person um 
the actual I like the bottom movie. I like that it's based on a fucking real place. And I like that they took care to like, you know, throwing Easter eggs that if you're paying close enough attention you can find. You got the Ghostbuster Easter eggs. You got the whole cult dancing thing. You know, there's all kinds of shit that if you're paying attention you'll find it. Taylor Negron. I mean, fantastic performance by him being a total douchebag. Um I'm not gonna do something stupid and give it a five like idiocracy. Don't worry. I know you're thinking that right now. I'm just, I'm just making this last even longer. <laughs> Looking at Doug's face, he's like waiting his patience. I am. I am. Um, I am gonna go over a four just because oh, I will watch this anytime. That that's remember my my thing is if I turn no, it no, on, no, I get it. Look, will dude. I watch it or will I turn it off yep. again? Because if I won't it. watch it, if I I mean, I've given movies that I'll never watch again in the three ratings. So, if this one comes on, I will sit there and watch it through every single fucking time and love it. Um, I'm probably going to go like a 4-4 four, four on it. Wow. Could you do me a favor and go 4.2 because that'll drop it below 3? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, just because you said that, I'm going to a four point five. Oh no, I'm just gonna type, I'm just gonna type four point four, and I'm gonna make it read only for you, and you'll never change it. So, ah, fuck you. Get three, fucked. All right, no, you know what? I I'm fine with that because it's a three. Just so you know, folks, we keep an internal. We'll probably share this at some point. We keep an internal record of all the ratings, and um, this came in at a three point oh three, which is the second lowest rated movie. Um, behind Search and Destroy. So I'm, I'm fine with that. I will totally tell you, though, this is one of the first movies that I didn't paint, have like any pain writing the notes for. I was like just writing okay. the notes. Yep. yep. Most of them I had to work hard for. This one was just like natural. Yeah. Just yeah. flowed out of you. Yeah. But see, I, I, I understand, you know, you have a, you have a deep-seated love for the... Yeah, soundtrack was fucking killer, yes. man. It was absolutely killer. Um, You just, you know... it. It hits the nostalgia yeah. note for you. You love it's this movie. movie. I get it. Remember, my favorite movie is Idiocracy. I like stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Listen, one day um, you guys are going to have to suffer through fucking Mac and me. And <laughs> that's a bad movie, but I fucking love that movie. Yeah. So I get it. I get it, man. Think about my, my top three movies that I've ranked on the show. They're Idiocracy, Tropic Thunder, and this. Yep. Yeah. So tell us exactly who you're dealing with here. Yeah, but Tropic Thunder and Idiocracy, Eric and I gave good scores. Oh, yeah. To. I mean, they, they yeah. both came in at a 4.1. Yeah. Deservedly so. <laughs> this is our first big separation. Yeah. But, but I, again, Eric's right. I completely respect your score because of what this movie means to you. So I, I, it's, it's cool. Eric's just max. Cool. I gave Nightmare on Elm Street a bad score. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no. I, I, listen, I get it. And I'm again, just, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, if that movie wasn't, like, a cog in my fucking childhood, and I saw it for the first time as a, as a grown man, I'd probably be like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, See, I wish not... we can, like, have a time machine and watch these movies again when they came out. Yeah. Oh, that'd be Because yeah. we, diff- we definitely have a different feel for them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, I agree. But, yeah, so uh, with that being said, we have some people to thank. Yeah, we do. Um, we want to, you know, we've got a special group of people, um, you know, fans. We'll call them fans because that's what they are, and, and we love them all. Um, they contribute to our uh, Patreon, which helps us keep the show on the air. Um, 
you know, as the old cliche goes, it helps us keep the lights on. Um, so I know Eric uh, loves that. Yeah. So <laughs> we've got it. We've got a list here, and like I said, it's growing. So we're going to start with our newest Patreon member, um, Mr. Zach K. Um, we're not sure we know Zach, so that makes us even cooler. <laughs> yeah, and, and we, um, we can't we can't thank you enough, sir. We really appreciate it uh, more than you'll ever know. It's really if you're really listening cool. to this and you want to join the Facebook group so we can add you to the Patreon chat. Yes, please. That we never use, but it, maybe we'll start using it. But anyway, um, yeah, we we really appreciate it. Um, next on the list is our 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 one of our founding members, uh, Hannah Christ. Uh, yes, she's my daughter, and I love her. Um, uh, next is uh, Peter Bianco. Um, thank you, Pete. Really appreciate it. Um, then Mr. Brian Gower from the Tone Jerks podcast. You didn't say uh, that right. No, we're not doing it. <laughs> the Tone Jerks podcast. Oh, all right. Yeah, that. Okay. I thought you were He also has a second that. podcast. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Second button. I forgot. That's uh, almost out. It's a Seinfeld recap podcast that I'm very excited uh, to listen to. Um, next is a uh, friend of the show, I guess. No, um, <laughs> he is uh, RJ Smith. He that's is a huge pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, he is a co-host with Joe and I on the just surprise me podcast. Uh, and then the second co-host that is a Patreon member on the just surprise me podcast is Will Lehu, a very solid human being. I love that man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the list is growing and, uh, Joe, why don't you tell them where they can find the Patreon so that they can help. If you want to, uh, help be a supporter of the show, you can go to patreon.com backslash M O T C U. Yeah. There's different tiers or you can pick a custom level. Look, if you don't want to, you know, hit a certain tier, you can donate any, you know, not donate, but you can contribute any, any amount you want. Um, and it's, and it's all so much appreciated. All right. And, uh, Eric, why don't you tell them where they could find, like, you know, art and T-shirts and everything like that for Masters? Yeah, if you go to uh, my website, artofericbabone.com, there's a link there for a threadless shop where I have some Masters of the Universe merchandise available. Again, if you're a Patreon member, some of those tiers get you some of that merchandise for free. going to start doing some more stickers, some more designs, some more weird stuff, um, as long as you guys want it. So just let me know. Uh, again, join the Facebook group, uh, Masters of Cinematic Universe. Jump in there. You can suggest movies. You can suggest art that you'd like to see. Um, yep. Just anatomically correct. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> this big. Oh, you know. Um, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of ways you can engage with us. Again, we have a group chat. Uh, we have the Facebook page. And if there's a movie that you just really, really love or really, really fucking despise... Uh, let us know and it may may be something that we'll dig into maybe it's something we haven't seen before so that's always exciting yeah what, what do we got coming up next uh yeah we knew i knew and now i forgot <laughs> next uh, we are next will be uh train spotting train spotting yeah. Yeah. yeah this is another one of those movies that uh is very revered never seen it oh oh <laughs> Oh, I almost orgasmed. <laughs> I am so Wait, excited now. Why does Eric have that effect on people? He does just by talking, <laughs> but I'm telling you the fact that you have not seen this. Joe, you've seen Train Spotting? I have, but I don't remember much of it. 
this is so fantastic. I'm it's so been a excited. while since I've seen it. I'm so because it is such a unique movie. All right, I'm not going to go crazy now, but it's such a unique movie. Um, I'm so excited that you guys haven't really seen it yet. So that's cool. So yeah, yes, yeah. Train Spotting is next, and um, I did. We're, we're getting. We are growing our list of guest hosts uh, by leaps and bounds, which makes me happy that 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 cool folks want to come on and, and do the show with us so i just wanted hey, to read they're a cool quick cats and kittens yes they're cool cats and kittens absolutely they are um they're all cats on this list but that's okay we'll, no we'll get to the kittens too so uh upcoming soon we're gonna have aaron pabone uh he's co-hosting when we do batman the 1989 the keaton version um so that's cool uh, we also have the uh, world-famous budget pedal chap from the Fret Talk podcast, Adam. Um, cool dude. He's going to do T2. And, yeah, a lot of these uh, guests are, are on your side, Eric. <laughs> they seem to <laughs> like your movies. Um, we're going to have Kevin Equitz of Equitz Guitar- Guitars uh, make some of the coolest custom guitars on the planet. Uh, that thing you do. Um, we got a return guest in uh, Alex Guaraldi. From Copper Sound Pedals, he's going to do Jaws. Um, uh, my son Tim Christ is coming back. Uh, we're going to share Clerks because him and I uh, definitely connect over that movie. We love it. Um, we've got Lee from uh, Pedal Boards of Doom and Tonepedia. So Pedal Boards of Doom is a great site, uh, great Facebook page. They got like I don't know sixty thousand members or something like that. Lee is a super cool dude. Um, he's going to do Super Mario Brothers, and um, my son John is also going to come back. He did Jurassic Park, and when we do Princess Bride, he's going to join us for that. So I just wanted to thank them for you know wanting to do this, and um, yeah, it's going to be really cool. So. We got two more also. Who's that? Andrew Dennis. Walsh. What's Andrew doing? Friday. Oh right, when we do Friday, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah the yeah. movie that yes. you still haven't seen that my dad yeah. even called you out on. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Yep. And um, uh, another guy, friend of mine, Roman Alexander, um, he's going to do uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs with us. Oh, I got to pay. Oh, all right. I got to put him on the list. That's coming up, actually. Not coming up that soon, but yeah. All right, cool. Excellent. So, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. I've talked enough. All right. Well, uh, on that case, I don't think there's much left to say except for lights. Camera. But, uh, I, I. Off. Do you know anyone with a birthday? Get them some custom art at artofericpabone.com. Want to impress your significant other on your anniversary? Skip the wilted flowers in the dirty CVS teddy bear. Commission a custom family portrait at artofericpabone.com. Maybe you're just like me and you like unique pieces of art celebrating your favorite films, comics, and pop culture. Head to artofericpabone.com and shop till you drop. And don't forget, MOTCU listeners get special discounted pricing on all custom art. Don't pay some cookie-cutter bullshit from Hobby Lobby. I'm pretty sure child labor was involved in that painting of a cow you just had to have. Be a hero and support local art at artofericpabone.com. Music.